and welcome to another episode of Chandelier Chats. I'm your host, Rochelle LaCourt. Today we have a fabulous returning guest. We have the Charlotte Barrett in the house. Oh my gosh, I love when she comes onto the show. You always know this content is going to be lit. So Charlotte Barrett is a business coach and she is a dear friend of mine. And I am so excited because today we're going to be talking about how to have balance in your life while you're building a business and how to know if you're working on your business or if you're working in your business. So please join me in welcoming back Miss Charlotte Barrett. Welcome back to the show. Woo woo. I am so excited to be here. I think this is my second home. I always love to have a chat with you, Rochelle, as well. So thank you for having me again. And let's just drop some nuggets. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you here. So let's just dive right into this. So this has been something that I feel a lot of people are really struggling with right now. A lot of people have this like side hustle ambition and they're like, yes, I'm going to do this. But they start noticing that it's taking up all of their time. They have no time for their family. They feel like they have no time for themselves. They stop going to the gym. They stop eating. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, why are people doing that? How are they not finding balance? Oh my gosh, I can talk about this for days and I'm so excited. Re- reason being, I fell into this trap when I started my business. And now for me, every single time that I speak to clients, anyone in my community, I, this is a trap I try so dearly hard to help the new entrepreneurs avoid because it doesn't need to be the way. So for me, um, I always had this uh, badge of honor that I say I would wear as this, this independent hustler woman. I could do all the things all the time. I could burn the candle at both ends. I would could work for the night to the morning get up in the morning go and do all my other bits and I was okay and I thought actually that made me even more special how in hindsight now I can understand it never needed to be that way um and that living that sort of lifestyle and thinking that I needed to hustle 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 um resulted in me actually burning out a few years ago and then I had to take a real hard look and understand actually I started my business for a reason for me it was to create freedom and connection and help empower others and freedom isn't a definition of hustle so a lot of the times most people do create businesses based on ultimately if you look at they want freedom or they want more financial independence but we fall into this trap that we need to be chained to our laptops we need to be building our business every second of the day and it doesn't have to be that way and it's not healthy it's not good for all the areas of our life because if we look us as human beings we are holistic in terms of the life experience we've come here for it is supposed to be not just business financial freedom we're supposed to have great relationships we're supposed to experience all the things and that doesn't happen when you're full-on in hustle mode so i just think it's really important that we understand that actually that was a old an old paradigm of the hustle be chained if you're a business owner you literally have no sleep you have no friends no friendship no connection um and there's a new way of working and we've seen that it's evident and I think it's just now see we go into deeper into it it's just first of all making that shift that it doesn't have to be that way and then it's looking at okay practically what can I do how can I actually be more happy and fulfilled so in turn, it reflects in our business and you don't, what I like to say, fall out of love with your business so quick that you end up quitting before maybe you've reached that, that milestone that you want to. Yeah, it's almost like having a big business mindset, but a small business work ethic. So what I mean by that is like in a small, traditional small business, there's you and then maybe like a handful of employees. And when you're 
working on that, you're like constantly there, you're constantly there, you're constantly there, you're managing these people, you're managing the tasks, you're still doing everything, you're still working on everything, but there's no time. Like if you pulled yourself out of that business, say you wanted to take a holiday, (laughs) because we all need those, would your business flop or would it thrive? And I think that that's kind of the mentality. Whereas with big businesses, if the manager takes a week off, there are people who know exactly what they need to do and they know how to keep the operation running without the manager there. So can you speak a little bit more around that? Like how, how do people break free of that? And maybe they don't have employees. So how can they make sure that their business is running smoothly with them not there? Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head when you talked about having a small business um, work ethic mentality. And they said I was, I held my hands up to this in the early stages my first business after I left uni was actually a brick and water store so there's no better place where and it was a restaurant where I was literally up from the crack of dawn going to cash and carry getting the stuff in and for the catering business and not leaving till well in the night and that's literally the nature of how you're told to do business and also that whole notion that you will not break even until the next couple of years which doesn't have to be the way so we, we understand that now Um, And one of the things that I would say was a big breakthrough, and I would be a big advocate if you're in business to go and read this book, but it's The E-Myth by Michael E. Gerber. And I read that many years ago, and that book just literally changed my thinking in terms of we don't swap, we don't create a business to swap a job for a job. Like many of us, as I said, we want a business for freedom, for financial well-being, to do the work that we want to go out and do in this world. And what many of us do is we literally have swapped the boss for ourselves and we're usually our meanest bosses because literally if we was in a nine to five corporate or whatever we wouldn't adhere to the fact of our boss telling us to work till midnight or never taking a vacation we can be some of the meanest bosses to ourselves which is something we need to start and relook at so for small businesses my guidance is always aside from read that book it's going to really change your mindset and the way that you want to look at things and then it's really putting processes into place now one of the first things I always say is have a structure have some time in the calendar when you can work on your business and also work in your business and the big difference about this is that when you're able to work on your business you'll be able to look at the bigger picture and understand are the systems and processes in place so that if I have as you said I have to go on vacation or at this time we're living in maybe I get ill for a while can my business still run without me and if we're working on that small business mindset that we just talked about earlier that can't happen and that's why you see businesses will come quite quickly literally a drop of a hat so what it's about is getting a bigger mentality understanding that you want to start obviously start one book at a time but understanding you want to build your business that it can be independent of you at some point and this starts even just with the teeny tiny processes so start to really think about okay a schedule something I always say my clients when they just start with me they're like really I say do you schedule in a time a team meeting even if you're a team of one have a team meeting with yourself and on that team meeting have an agenda just like a big business would have look at art do I have processes in place um, marketing um, am I looking at how I'm going to have new lead generation am I putting time in for myself so that my needs are being met and I'm not looking for the business to fulfill them as I said, get your teams and biscuits and have that meeting, have that agenda every week. I do it in myself with my uh, business partner. We have it every week. We used to have it on Saturday, but now we've got, we've put our boundaries weekends completely off. So we have it every Monday morning and we do that and put that in, then start to look at the processes. What are you doing again and again that you can put in some sort of document? So when you get a team member, like an assistant or VA, or maybe you start to outsource things, 
there's a procedure and the earlier you start to do this it means you're not going back on the backtrack and wondering what happens and also your clients have experienced the same kind of brand experience with what you're doing and it just takes a small shift for you to think actually I'm the CEO of a massive multi-million dollar company even if it's not there yet but this is how they would be running and it's so important and you can only do that when you step back from your business and you make that time to step back look at the bigger picture Mm -hmm. and I think you nailed it right there when you said there needs to be systems and processes in place I think that this is where a lot of places fail because they don't have a proper system or process in place and like we just mentioned about the small business mindset the small business thinking if you're the one who's they're managing everything and delegating to everyone, but your, your employees don't know where they're supposed to be going. If you're not there, then that's, that's where you need to kind of give some of the, the trust and the power over to those people to let them know, okay, this is your job. As my manager, you need to manage person A and person B and make sure X, Y, and Z gets done. Here's the list of processes that they need to complete in a day. Here's the the task list. Make sure that this gets done. This is your timeline for it. And like just laying it out in black and white, like think to yourself, hmm, how would I need to see this in order for me to execute this properly and have it written out step by step? There's a reason why companies have policies and procedures and systems and you know, step-by-step instructions for things. There's a reason why when you buy Ikea furniture, it has a, like a manual for how to put it together because otherwise you would just look at all the, this bag of parts and you'd be like, how am I ever supposed to make this into this? And I, I think that that's really, really powerful to talk about that because it's also, it also has the employee mindset versus the entrepreneur mindset. And like, I mean, I have an opinion about this, but I definitely want to hear yours, Charlotte. Can you speak a little bit about the difference between the employee mindset and the entrepreneur's mindset? absolutely love this topic I just say sometimes it can be hard to wonder where you where to start when you're solo band or you're just right at the beginning but literally think about the things you're doing again and again as you start to think about how to process and document your processes now definitely yes so there is a big difference between employee mindset and entrepreneur mindset and this is often the thing that stops you thinking the bigger picture stops you maybe seeking help to grow your business or stops you putting even processes or you know ways that things can happen and it comes from obviously we have um once we're in that whole employee mindset and even if you're not most of us have been reared in society where that is the norm that's the majority going on to the entrepreneur side is the minority so you've been you've had this conditioning and what happens is there's like these invisible structures so I always talk about when clients are moving into the entrepreneur world it's like understanding that even though it might not be said you're still operating with these invisible structures like seeking to get things signed off I find this so much oh I can't move because I need to double check so it's not following and trusting the intuition because you've been told that you know someone else needs to approve what you're doing that's just the way that's mm-hmm. you know, everything we've been reared to do then it's things like okay the perfectionism comes into place so maybe you've been in an organization again where things need to be checked and that things can't go out it'd be brand defamation but it's completely different when you're building a business personal brand or business based on you those are the small things and actually people buying into people and personalities more than they are into if there's a spelling mistake or the ad hoc or things so that perfectionist uh, syndrome which you see so much of 
it can be a big sort of a stepping stone or you know a way to stop you moving forward because of these invisible structures or maybe that you've always maybe only got to a certain level when you're in your corporate or nine to five or whatever that is so you sort of equate that with your business and you're only going to move so far so it can really hold hold so many people back as they go into the entrepreneur world from limiting themselves before they've even got started so maybe someone will um, meet them and they say oh I've just got this small little business because they've already put the limit okay this is the mindset of being a difference from an employee to entrepreneur and these things start to take place you know how you do one thing is how you do everything so okay I've got this small little business so this small little business I'm only going to charge xyz so maybe they're not going to charge what they really think the value that they're bringing into the marketplace all these things can be such a massive block into moving forward and it's about starting to untangle that and that actually you're taking on this different identity and what does this identity as an entrepreneur mean for you how would the entrepreneur of a multi-million pound business act what would you do and what processes what support what help you know I always say to this thing a telltale sign is if the entrepreneur mindset is stopping you moving forward if you went to a business or networking event or a dinner party the season we're in at the moment and someone introduced you and said asks what you do what are you going to say first if a ceo of a company comes up or entrepreneur comes up first that's the identity you're really holding so that's really a big indication but if you're like okay i'm um, you know project manager of blah 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 that's what you're holding the identity to and that's going to be a big indication of where your work starts to need to be so that you can release and really step into the business owner that you want to be hope that's touched upon where you wanted to go yeah, and I think I think most people want to change until they realize that they have to change and then they're like, no, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And I, I, I understand that because change is scary and we don't like to leave our comfort zone and we know that we don't grow from a place of discomfort. So I just want to offer a word of encouragement. It is one of the most challenging yet liberating things you can do for yourself to break free of that employee mindset and to build yourself something that is not only your passion, but also something that is sustainable that sets you apart. And I'm a big, huge believer that, and you, you nailed this so beautifully, that we, we have been indoctrinated with our school systems and like we've been told from when we're little that, oh, you have to figure out what you're gonna do and get a good paying job and get a good education and, and that's it. And it's like, so then you're gonna spend your whole life working for someone else instead of following your passions and your dreams and maybe letting your creative spirit just like spread its ring, wings and just fly off and you know, as, as you've done, like create numerous businesses, like, and you love it and you do so well at it. And you just like, now you have the ability because of all of your different experiences, you have the ability to now give that back, which is another business, which is like, I'm just like, every time I connect with you, I just feel so excited because I'm like, you're the reason why so many women are able to continue building their dream because that's, they need you. And I think that that's what a lot of people forget is like, they think, oh, well, nobody's going to need this or nobody's going to need me or like, what, what idea could I possibly have? And it's like, well, if you're not sure and you, you know, you want to do something different, have you considered, you know, if you're not starting your own business, have you considered doing something like an MLM or something like that? Like, 
those are great places for you to start and for you to get some encouragement and for you to get some, you know, business mentorship and some skills and to kind of see how things run. Like maybe you're not interested in an e-commerce store to begin with, but you might get interested when you start to realize like everything is laid out for you. There's little to no startup costs. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for, for MLMs. Like I think they're a great way for people to build a side hustle and get that taste of what it's like to build something for themselves with, with, with it being really low risk. And I'm curious, like, what do you think about MLMs? Absolutely. And I say, I am, um, so I was an, um, I had MLM business myself um, the first couple of years and got to, the, I just realized that my skill asset was with the coaching. I built a team pretty quickly because of those skills and was able to empower everyone. But I always say it, it's a brilliant place to start because personal development is key to this. It's under, um, it's disguised, but it's massive. And I think MLM business, especially, you know, the companies that got amazing ethics, good culture, they're there, they develop you and they encourage you. And I think then you can go out and see which bits and skill sets and particularly if you go for a company where you actually love the product so I know MLM gets a bad rap um but I think it's just the way people you know sometimes people do things and you can always bring the individuality to it and just work with a company that's got the right ethics I have nothing but great things to say about MLM I just think it's it's as you said it's low risk barrier to entry and it's a way to get started if maybe business has been so far out of reach and you've never understood that so yeah I'm always an advocate um and I just think it's a great place to get started and I said I did it myself as well yeah and for anyone who isn't sure what MLM means it means multi-level marketing and Charlotte I'm just curious can you talk a little bit about the differences that you experienced working with an MLM versus running your own businesses can you speak about that yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think with the MLM, so it's why I always say it's a great place for people to get started if they want to know the um, business world or just get an idea of what it looks like, is that there is a lot of structure, usually. Um, you've also got the support system as an entrepreneur, particularly when you're starting solo, you don't necessarily have the support system, which is why I always say find your community of people doing the same things as you so you don't seem crazy. Um, so I'd say they're the big differences in MLMs. You've got like your regional, your um, you know the next level you've got conventions like I remember I went to Vegas twice and went to these massive conventions and for me that really opened up my eyes uh, in terms of understanding about how big money you can make online multi-millions I went to like their you know the top of the company's uh, pent suite up in Vegas and was able to really understand and I think when you're just coming you know just normal one of the mill um, from that environment being able to open up your eyes and see this there's another option there's another way so it can it just gives you options to be able to understand obviously within your own business you've all especially if you're building a personal brand which even the clients that I have that are in MLM that I work with I always say build your own personal brand because at some point companies may change you might not like you know compensation structures you might not like uh, new ways or new products but if you build a personal brand your clients are going to come with you so it doesn't matter what you're selling because they trust you you're an advocate they understand so if you want to switch maybe you want to go to a different company or do something else you don't have to restart from the beginning so obviously there's more freedom when you're building your own business you can change you can you know something else may take your fancy you want to go in a different direction and also it's it's your own um but if you need that structure you need that support that's that's would be the benefit of getting into 
MLM. So yeah, that my difference in points of view and it depends on where you are as a stage and what you want. And for many starting MLM is really about if they've been but women or particularly adults, it's really hard to create new friendships. But sometimes that's a way to start to build new friends, new circles and just open up that vision box again to dream again. Um, Cause as adults, it can be easy. You get caught in one in the middle of life and forget to dream and forget that there are massive options and you've got the ability. So yeah. Yeah, I think the dream part is where a lot of people get lost. They they either think they're not worthy of a dream or they've forgotten or they get caught up with life. And can we talk a little bit about the importance of having a dream? Yeah, it's so important. And you can't if you're in a run of the mill life, you know, doing the daily, getting by, whether it's working, get shopping, whatever your lifestyle looks like, it's easy to get caught in the mundane. Us as human beings. We live off autopilot and sometimes I have to, you know, consciously sit myself down and also sit with my clients and say, can we switch it up a bit? Can you break the autopilot? Because otherwise you're just moving and moving in the same circle, doing the same thing. You know, you'll find yourself, I've done this many times, we'd sit in the car driving somewhere. You don't even know how you got there, but because we're on autopilot. So it's so important that we put ourselves in environments and situations where we see people dreaming because it does happen. It starts to rub off and you start to see what's available. If one person can do it, although it may seem very far for you at the beginning, you know, actually it is possible. Maybe you just need some help or some tweaks along the way. But that's not going to happen if we keep ourselves surrounded by those around us that, that aren't dreaming big. And I always say to people, people start maybe a business or start to explore a new avenue of life and they're like, okay, but my family or friends, they don't support me or they say this is never going to work. And I say often it's just because they are trying to protect you. They don't know what's out there. They haven't done it themselves. So it's a trigger for them. It's either a trigger for them to see you stepping forward and stepping out your comfort zone to do something because they've not been brave enough to do it. Or they think, okay, I don't know how to protect them if something goes wrong. Um, but we all know you're not going to die. If you start entrepreneurship, or you do a business it's not going to kill you um we have this fear but if you keep that as a restriction of not to move forward you, you're just going to keep stuck so it's so important start to get yourself in groups communities listen to podcasts like this where you can dream again where you can see what's actually available for you on the other side and also massive thing is where you can start to self-trust as we were just talking about the indoctrination that we're a sort of reared with in society we're not taught to trust ourselves as I said everything needs to get signed off or we need to go this way through the school system or we need to go up this career ladder and this path or we need to build a business in this way where we hustle 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 as I started that conversation and so we aren't taught to trust ourselves and it's a process and by doing little things at a time as I said trust yourself maybe to join a community of ambitious women or listen to a podcast like this where you're hearing from different guests you're hearing from yourself Michelle these things that are possible and maybe you go and try something small and then you build that self-esteem and you're like okay my self-esteem my confidence built I, can, I trust myself a bit more so I'm gonna do something a bit bigger I'm gonna move that forward and then that really just helps you again to start to dream and believe that something's possible for yourself as well. Mm -hmm. And it all goes back to that personal development and building mm -hmm. trust in yourself is a part of personal development, because as you mm -hmm. said, we are not taught to trust ourselves, we are taught to trust the system. And when you trust the system and not yourself, you're relying on something outside of yourself, which you're not in control of, which makes it even more difficult to trust it because it's like how can you trust that that next step is there if you're not the one that put it down you need to lay the steps for yourself and lay the foundation for yourself so as you're taking a step forward 
you know, A, the quality of your craftsmanship, whether you're going to fall through that step or not, and B, that you're not going to fall through that step because you actually took the time to measure it properly, to cut it properly, to lay it properly, to secure it properly. Like you're, you're going to be way more thorough with something that you're doing for yourself than something you would do for somebody else. And maybe that's, maybe that's opposite thinking or polar thinking for some people. But I mean, when I go to do something for myself, I'm, I try and make sure that it's like, okay, I like, here are the steps that I need. And I want it to be perfect because I know when I look at, say I'm building a, a shelf, I was building, actually, this is a great example. I was building these little triangle shelves and they're so cute. And I was like, okay, I need them to be perfect because if I look at them and they're crooked in any, in any way, I'm going to pick them apart and I'm going to destroy them. And I'm going to like rip them off my wall. It took me four tries to get it right. But once I had it right, I was like, yes I was so happy and then like when I hung them up and they were like literally in my eyes perfect I was like oh okay I can rest knowing that I put in the effort I took my time with it you know I made a few mistakes I learned from the mistakes and here's the final product and that was a part of my own personal development in a very small way was like trusting myself that I could build the shelf because that's, you know, it was something I'd never done, especially at triangle shelf, like some weird angles. <laughs> but I was like, I had to trust myself. I had to trust my creativity. I had to lean into it. I had to use some new tools. I had to take my time with it. I had to go take some steps back and like zoom out and look at the big picture again, then go back in and like readjust things and then zoom out again. I had to I had to do that forward backward motion to kind of get my feet and my traction so that way I could put this together and actually be satisfied with the outcome and that's not to say we're always going to be satisfied with the outcome when we're putting our efforts in there are going to be times where we're going to be disappointed there are going to be times where we're going to be like oh I just want to give up I hate this I don't want to do this anymore this tool's not working and we're going to blame everything around us because that's what we're conditioned to do to play the victim but we have, to, we have to start becoming the victors in our lives. We cannot remain the victim for the rest of our life. I mean, you can, but it's really no way to live. And that's, again, personal development. It's getting yourself out of that, woe is me, I'm so sad and sorry, no one's ever gonna buy my product. Eh, you know, this like whiny baby mentality, like, sorry guys, I gotta say it. <laughs> There's a lot of whiny babies out there. And I can say that because I used to be a whiny baby. So I'm just calling myself out here. You have to get out of that victim mode and step into the victor mode if you want to do something different with your life. Because you can sit around and complain that you hate your job and your boss and you're never going anywhere and you're mad because inflation is up 318% and the person's wages are only up 17 or 18% in the last 10 years. Like, how does that, how does that math work even work? Like, let's be real here. Um, you, you can't continue to complain about it and not do something different. So my my um, encouragement to you is do something different think about a solution start thinking about solutions and my husband and I did this for about three months and then boom we landed in an MLM and I was like wow this was a great solution and again personal development we get to develop ourselves personally while we're building an asset we get to learn all the ins and outs of what it's like to run a big business but we just get to do it in our spare time. It's a lot of fun. We get to meet a lot of great people, much like you said, you know, you get to go to those functions and those events and you're just like, what? Nobody ever told us what was possible. And that's what we're here to tell you. Like, 
I think that's the big drive home message here, Charlotte, correct me if I'm wrong, but like if someone doesn't tell you what's available, whether that be with MLM or building your own business, how are you supposed to know what's possible for you, what you can do? Can you speak a little bit more about making someone aware of what's available? Absolutely. I hadn't, you touch upon that in your illustration about your point. First of all, massive congratulations, put the shelves up. Still yet to try that skill set, but it's amazing and it's so practical um, just trying new things, as you said. So in terms of uh, knowing what's possible, it's I would say if the student's ready, the teacher will come. So if you've listened to this podcast today and something's just a little fire, a little stirring, okay, maybe I want to try and explore this avenue, go on this pathway, then once you've opened up yourself to it, something's going to come because, you know, that whole part of your brain, that particular activating system is going to see something, whether it's a book, whether it's another podcast episode or someone online or whatever it may be, however the direction is supposed to lead from you. But you need to be open that you want to explore and see if there's more for you. And then it's going to start, you know, if someone offers you maybe to come to a meeting or maybe join this group where women are empowered or men are empowered, whatever it may be, or maybe to look at another business opportunity, you know, NFTs, whatever the world is, like it literally every day is just exploding and more and more what we can do within this digital sphere. So it's like just looking, being open, don't shut yourself off just because maybe you don't know how to do something no one around you uh, knows how to do and just start to explore. Once you start to explore, like just like I just saw your cat behind, the cat is a perfect example. Um, <laughs> and finds all these things, these, you know, and has this adventurous life because they've been willing to explore. Um, so just be open and you'll start to see things will drop in your, your space. So remember when I first started maybe some of the mentors that I worked with I was explored then I wanted to move on to bigger you know to people who had achieved even more and then I could start to see what was available for me and it, it is just a path we're on this really winding path of life not to get too philosophical at the moment but there is like this whole like lay of land in front of us if you choose it so it's about okay am I going to go down a path that maybe is a bit scary because no one's saying it's not scary maybe there's I'm willing to face and see what might happen and I'm willing to try something maybe I'll fail at it maybe I'm not but then I'm going to get to the thing to see what I'm really supposed to be here to do and what's available for me to experience so yeah that's my take on it love it okay one last subject before we close can we talk about the power of association? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Take it away, Charlotte. <laughs> You're ready for me. So, as I said years ago, when I started, when I was in MLMM, MLM, I can't even speak. And I remember, as I said, one of my first openings to what was possible. I went to, first of all, traveling to Vegas and seeing like hundreds of thousands of people all from around the world connecting for one thing. Then it was understanding and connecting with like one of the main leaders in that organization, you know, getting to go to the MGM, the penthouse suite, seeing what was available, that instantly shifted my mind. From then it's been a walk I've worked with so many different mentors from UK, US, all over. Each level, you know, one of my former mentors, um, Melanie Ann Leia, so used to be in her program, she's just achieved 24 million for, for the year. I would have never known anyone that could have done that before. Like it wouldn't have been possible if I didn't explore, take that path one mentor at a time, different people. Like, I wouldn't have thought these things could be possible because in my normal circumstances, that isn't really the norm. So it's really about, okay, how can you get into these groups? How can you meet different people? And you might not always have the money to 
investing programs absolutely not but there are ways that you can get in close proximity even by listening to podcasts you know reading um going on youtube reading a book seeing if someone's doing a meet and greet in your local area whatever it is proximity it does rub off on you and i think tony Robin says that like success leaves clues as well so how can you get yourself in rooms even sometimes if someone like you've listened to a podcast like this or someone a guest has been on and they've inspired you can you just send them a quick email most people will be like oh yeah and spend and give you some time and it's just that sometimes just a little seed a word of encouragement can really flip the game where you might have thought okay this isn't for me I'm gonna quit just that spark just by you putting yourself in yes it can be uncomfortable um you know even I say to my clients often they're all newbies and I'm like first thing we want to do is try and get you on podcast I'm like but I'm new no one will want want to hear what I've got to say and it's like no putting yourself in that room that proximity maybe to that other person getting yourself out there it's just a circle you move one step you know everything else is going to fall into place but you need to you need to make the choice and be willing and be open to it and massive doors can open open and one of my things has always been like about networking creating communities it helps you leverage wherever you need to be so powerful just seeing what someone else can do and just makes you understand what could be available for you if that's your path yeah I agree that the power of association is limitless like why would you not want to plug into people who are um, you know, successful in the, in the corridors that you are wanting to walk down and why not, why not get around them and lean on them and, you know, listen to how they communicate with other people, listen to the questions that they respond to, listen to how they respond, observe how they respond and how their body, like their, their body languages. I think that's a huge tell all is like, is that person at ease while they're explaining these uh, responses are like, are they, you know, is there a flow to them? Do they just seem relaxed? And like, it'll help you to sort of relax as well, because there's no point in, you know, being uptight about your business and having your shoulders up to your ears and being like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. You know, because that, that constriction in your body is your body's response. It's like almost a trauma response to what's going on because you're so afraid of change. And it's like, instead of you know, being afraid of the change, just allow yourself to just pull, slowly pull your shoulders down from your ears, pull that string up through the top of your head, stand up nice and tall. Remember that you are here to learn, you are here to observe, and it doesn't matter if you never start a business. It really doesn't matter. What matters is that you thought about it and that you took an action. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's kind of my, uh, that's kind of my little position on association. I think it's the most powerful tool you can have. So, so important. And just something I love to say that sometimes, particularly when you're just learning about yourself and you're just starting that awareness journey, someone might trigger you and might be like, oh my gosh, look at them. I say, go there and see, you know, there's a little place yesterday about honoring your feelings. There's wisdom in there. So if something's really triggering you, go and explore it, maybe get in proximity and see whether it's just, you know, it could just be a dislike or whether that's where your work is for you to develop and go into your next path as well. Because as you said, it's just like literally maybe there's that trauma response in your body because it's something you need to move forward you need to navigate you need to confront um otherwise it will just come back again and again to yeah. so important yeah i agree well charlotte it has been an absolute pleasure once again having you back on the show and i would love to close do you have some final words of wisdom for today yeah so this again has been amazing i just love conversing with our conversation i really hope that this has activated someone just to move forward so that's my biggest intention for today that something we said sparked 
and you just take the action and that you understand that you don't need to know all the steps if it fails it's okay and I did hear a quote the other day which I don't want to I hate butchering people's quotes but it's something I think Caroline Mass said around um if you don't learn how to do it wrong you're never going to learn how to do it right so just take the action take it not worry about anything and just move forward and you know come and share with us as well if this this podcast has um, activated anything in you Absolutely. And on that note, Charlotte, do you have any upcoming programs and how can people get in touch with you? Yeah. So feel free to connect with me on Instagram um, at the Charlotte Barrett official. Uh, I also have, I'm offering 30 minute discovery calls. If anyone would like to explore, see if anything I have got could be a right fit for you. Um, We'll look at what's keeping you stuck. I'll drop the links and maybe put them in the show notes and, uh, or just reach out to me and happy to look after your listeners as well. So yeah, love to connect with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being back, Charlotte. And I look forward to the next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to like and subscribe.